Hello! Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. We are here trying to help stimulate the middle class of music. Stop pressing CDs. What is the reason people don't hit publish? Fear. Consistent, quality content. Did you know that uh, Vance and I want to answer your questions? We do! It's true! Hashtag Ask Tom and Vance. Or you can call, what's the number? You can call 615-682-1811. And when you call, leave your name and the city you're from and your question, and we'll play it on the show. Yeah, we will. And answer it for you. As long as your question's not weird. Yeah, don't be weird. Welcome back to the Music Stuff Show. Season two, baby. Hello! The quick cut. <laughs> Dude, we're doing video now. Welcome. In the digital flesh. We are so cool. If you're listening to this, you can't see us, but we are extremely average looking. But you could if you were on the online one. That's true. Social media. Dot com. So we made some changes in the off season. What would we change, Tom? Well, we had a video, obviously. Totes. Uh, we also... Change the way we connect with you guys a little bit. Facts. Um, so, towards the end of season one and in the break between season one and season two, we've gotten a lot of messages from people. <coughs> excuse me. Um, talking, telling us that they love the show, which is awesome. That feels really great. Thank you guys for that. Um, but also asking more specific questions than like what we cover in any given episode. Like I was listening to the episode on fear and you said this, but I was also wondering about this. Uh, and so we've gotten a fair amount of that. And so we wanted to push a little harder on the connecting with us front rather than us just making an episode, talking about what we think and then putting it out there. We wanted to create some more opportunities to engage with our audience and answer more specific questions and actually help you problem solve your specific problems. So we, Want you to email us, hello at the music stuff show.com. It's hello spelled the normal way. Uh, connect with us on on social media at our personal uh, handles at Vance Fight at Tom Dupree the uh, Third. You can contact us on, at the music stuff show as well, but our personals are the better. Uh, hashtag Ask Tom and Vance. And we have a phone number. What's the phone number? Wait, man. I got it. <laughs> Wait, man. 615-682-1811. That's right. I don't know how country codes work for the kids in uh, different countries. Just plus one. Plus one. But yeah. I figure you guys are more used to that than us. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. probably fine. Plus one, six, one, five. I will say all of these are options, but I would, let's specify, the coolest thing to do is to call us so that yes. everybody can get the same info. Because if yep. you're wondering about the question, that means that there's probably a thousand other people wondering about the same question, mm-hmm. but nobody's asked yet. So the coolest way is to call us, leave a message, we'll talk about it on the show, and then that way everybody wins. If yeah. it's super personal, specific, whatever, more just you want your own thing, that's cool too. Email us, we'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, it's super fun. 
and we want everybody to win from this and be able to provide as much value as possible. So yeah. call the number that hopefully at this point is like bouncing around my face right here because <laughs> so, we got video. <laughs> so and what we'll do too is we'll pick um, every episode, we'll pick uh, a question, probably going to lean more towards more towards voicemail questions. Uh, but we will pick a question. Sometimes it'll be written, uh, whether you go DM or hashtag or email or whatever, and we'll either play back the audio of the transcript or we'll uh, read it aloud, and then we'll answer that question at the end of every episode. And we're probably going to try to do some like in between episodes of questions as well, just yeah. to kind of keep that going, man. Like the Q and A thing is very much alive at the Music Stuff Show. Yep. So we're here for you. Yeah, we're gonna rock that. Which also, by the way. If you leave a voicemail, let us know who you are. And so, where you're from. So that we can let you know that we answered your question. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. Say, like, my name is Tom. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and I have a question about X. Yep. That's the move. It is the move. Yeah. Y'all got this. We believe in the power of you. <laughs> so you got a fact for me? You know it. Y'all didn't think they were going away for season two, did you? <laughs> Despite... The some people saying that the first 10 minutes of this show sucks. If, uh, in case you didn't know, guys, there's a two strong opposing opinions yeah. on this section of our show. No one's in the middle. You've got, I have people that reach out and are like, man, we love that you guys banter and talk about whatever <laughs> you talk about for 10 minutes. And then I have other people reach out that are like, man... The music part of your show is really cool, and I hate that you sit there and ramble. It's our show. We're going to do what we I want. I hate that you feel that way. Sucks to suck, bro. <laughs> All right. Season two. Season two. Did you know? <laughs> Did you know the Olympic flag's colors are always red, black, blue, green, and yellow rings on a field of white because... At least one of those colors appears on the flag of every nation on the planet. No kidding. I did not know that. I always knew it was the colors. I didn't know why. Yeah. But apparently in that one fell swoop, mm. they're able to unify Get all a world. Man. I love it. We are the world. <laughs> Makes me happy. Uh, so what, what are we, we talking, talking about? Oh, dang it. Jinx. Now I can't talk for the rest of the episode. <laughs> now you got me. Yep. For the next however long. Um, Actually, I want to start off this season on the right foot and talk about, again, fear and haters on the internet when it comes to making art. Haters gonna hate. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I just love this topic. And we're going to keep coming back to it again and again especially considering the way we create, share, and consume music and creative content in general these days. Yep. I just love this topic because there are always going to be people who are dissenters, who are haters, or who simply feel the need to give you their opinion even when you didn't ask for it. Uh, like what, Tom? Like what, Tom? Um, what inspired this moment? So I, I got a comment on one of my drum covers recently, as you know, uh, or if you don't know, that's fine too. I, I make uh, record and post drum covers to YouTube, like so many people, but I like it. It's fun. Uh, 
and I try to edit them so that they are engaging and fun and cool. And anyway, I had somebody uh, comment on one of my videos uh, that they didn't like the way I edited it, and I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> specifically yeah i don't like these kind of shots right it's like this was cool i just thought it was funny because this is i didn't ask for their <laughs> opinion <laughs> and it, it, i don't know it's just humorous to me the, the amount of information people feel compelled to share with complete strangers about something they create and put online here's also why it's funny yeah this is a person whose opinion doesn't matter <laughs> Right. And I say that because, as we all know, everyone has an opinion, and that's fine. And you get to do that. But while I think you should, people that you value, people that are mentors in your life, people that you want to emulate things that they have done in their life, that is great. Listen to those people's advice. Usually, you are going to those people being like, hey, I'm trying to do X, Y, Z. Sure. Or here's what I'm working on. How can I make this better? Where do you think this needs improvement? Mm -hmm. That's a great opportunity for constructive criticism. Totally. Behind the Twitter fingers of the internet. Twitter fingers. Of, here's the thing. The guy was not a drummer because we went down the rabbit hole because I wanted to know. Yeah, fans wanted (laughs) to know. Tom was chill about it. I wanted to know. Not a drummer. Has like 15 views on his videos that were probably his own views of his own video. (laughs) That had nothing to do with music whatsoever. And that's cool. Like, that's fine. But my thing is that you're not a drummer. You don't play in a band. You're not a videographer by what I saw. (laughs) Right. Why are you talking shit? Right. (laughs) It's just fun. I don't know. It entertains me. Of course, like, I I read that comment. I want to... My goal in making drum videos is to, like, create content that people actually want to watch. Obviously. Um, cause I want other people to enjoy it. Uh, but so I read something like that and I think, okay, let me dissect what I do a little bit, see if I can improve. If this comment is applicable to that. I don't really think that one is, but you, you know, I, I always make like make that assessment. If I get constructive criticism, I'm not immune to it. Like I'll take it. I'm good with it. It's all good. Um, but the overwhelming majority of people who do watch my videos and comment on them talk about how specifically they like the way that I edit them, which I think is kind of funny. Yep. Um, but bigger picture than that, I just kind of, I think it's funny just how now that social media we have, everyone has a microphone. Mm-hmm. I guess everyone has a megaphone rather. <laughs> uh, people feel compelled to share their opinions on things that they don't know anything about. Um, Everybody is an expert. Yeah. My wife knows this person who goes to see movies by themselves on a regular basis and then posts on social media their critique of the film and what they think the director could have done better. And this is a person, to my knowledge, who has never spent one second on a film set, (laughs) nor have they created anything film-related in their life. So how the hell do they know what the director could have done better. Dude, this happened to my wife a couple days ago. She uh, teaches yoga. Mm -hmm. And one of the classes she teaches is a free class for the community. Like, you don't pay to go to it. Right. You don't sign up. There's no membership. 
literally she just does it you know because she likes teaching and it's a, a community thing and it's whatever sure uh but her style like she's not uh super rigid and formal to where like mm-hmm. if she's teaching a super zinned out class that's gonna be like whatever the music usually uh fits that vibe but if she's gonna kick your ass and like make you work hard she usually like doesn't go the traditional route and she like makes right. the music more fun to where like oh this is gonna be hard but like wanted to be uplifting sure and it's amazing how when she does one of those classes that is more like oh i'm pushing you but i'm also playing michael jackson so it's fun so you're not like hating your life in this moment and people that are coming to a free class yeah at a library (laughs) like complaining like yeah the class was cool but like the music Mm -hmm. like wasn't very yoga wasn't very yoga cool like pay to go somewhere that is yeah go get your zen on man like but this is her class dude and you didn't pay (laughs) yeah have you seen that episode of south park where everybody's yelping (laughs) you seen that one it's so good it's like and at the end uh it's like kyle's like everybody here thinks this is about them and they're all like they need my reviews. How are people going to know if this restaurant's any good if I don't write a review? It's like everybody feels compelled oh, to man. be a critic simply because they have the tools to do that. Yep. Like, no, it's not. You don't. I don't know. I'm not going to talk to that side of the room. I'm going <laughs> to talk to the other side of the room, which is people creating things. Yep. Like, everybody's a critic now. It's true. And everybody feels like. I think one of the places it comes from is there's this like sense of security that people feel on the internet because they like have this they think they have anonymity so they can say what they want even mm-hmm. on something like Facebook where it's your face and your profile they feel like because it's online it's not as real like somebody wouldn't sit here and say shitty things about what you make to your face Never. but they'll say it Never. Through the keyboard because they feel like they have some sort of buffer between you and them in that moment. Like there's something to be said for someone who has the guts to say something to you when you can actually reach out and punch them in the face as a result. I respect people that will talk shit to my face. Totally. So much more. Totally. Like also to be fair, I get excited when there's haters because that means you're doing something right if someone Absolutely. cares enough to complain about it. Yeah. But just for the sheer sake of Yeah. As a person, as a human being, if you have the balls, when I'm like, what do you think about this? To be like, honestly, I think it sucks. Yeah. I think this could be better. This could be better. Whatever. I respect that. Like, Take it. I might not care what you say. Right. I might not agree, mm-hmm. but I respect you a lot more mm-hmm. if. Yeah. So, but to the to the winning side of the room, uh, like it's, and it's only, it's only going to get worse. This exists. It's it's only going to get worse. We're more interconnected. We have more tools. And new ones are getting created every day that mm-hmm. allow you to state your opinion about stuff. But you cannot let that happening or the potential for that happening stop you from making art. Fact. Stop you from hitting publish. Hit publish. Yep. That is the thing, man. Hit publish. Look at this video content right now. It ain't good. So bad. But this is what we have, and we're a DIY show, and we knew that video was going to help us connect with more people and create a stronger, bigger community around 
this idea we have of stimulating the middle class of music. Yep. So we threw up two GoPros and we hit record and we're going to hit publish on it. That's right. Now, two years from now, the video content will be better. The audio content will be better. The production quality will be better. Yep. Already, see, like episode one of this show compared to this episode of this show is already night and day mm-hmm. with how we're able to do things and what we've learned. Every time you hit publish on something, no matter how good it is, is an opportunity to learn and make it better next time. It's true. This is also going to be cheesy, but I stand by it. Every time you hit publish, it's kind of like putting on a little bit more armor. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about totally. it that, yeah. you know, it numbs those kind of voices that are hating and talking shit and all that stuff where it's always hardest the first time. Mm-hmm. And it might still be hard the first couple times, yeah. you know, but the second time you do it, you're like, well, the world didn't end. Yeah. And then it gets a little bit easier. You do it a little bit easier the next time and you yep. keep on doing it. And then eventually you don't care because, you know, the same way there's people that like think that we're ridiculous or this is terrible or don't care what we have to say. I don't care. Right. Don't listen to my show. Yeah. <laughs> like, but every time one of y'all sends me an email, like a freaking book about how we have helped you, yeah. like doesn't seem real. Yeah. And no it is the most, uh, fulfilling empowering thing for us so i am going to just keep doing this until that stops happening mm-hmm. so keep hating but like you know like no one's immune like i, yeah. I think that's another thing that's important to think like i think of people like is you know the youtube side of like people in that world sure. people like casey neistat that whatever he's at like eight nine ten million subscribers whatever that crazy you know you press publish and 12 hours later, there's a million views and yeah. onward and upward. Um, even people with like tens of millions of people that follow them, there's still thousands of comments talking shit about what they totally. do. You know, you're the more visibility you have, the more negative negativity you're going to get. Yep. But also the more positivity you're going to get. It's true. And the people that are negative, just like out there talking trash, mm-hmm. those are, are never people actually doing anything. No. Like those people, if you have time to talk shit about people on the internet, you're not actually doing anything in real life. And by the way, I just want to interject real quick. I know this is, we have talked about this before. This isn't new material for the first episode of season two, but it's, we wanted to hit this again because it's such an important underlying theme of the basis of this show. Yep. Yep. Like, this is one of those themes that we're going to talk about again and again and again because it is important to hear repeatedly so that you internalize it. Yep. People are going to hate. Yep. You have to not let that deter you from creating what you want to create. You have to keep making art and you have to hit publish because negativity is a side effect of doing something well. Yep. It's going to happen. But... You're never going to get the fulfillment, the positivity, the purpose, and the end product if you don't weather that storm a little bit and take the negativity and take your lumps through the process. Yep. But you have to do it. You can't let fear win. 
and you'll be you'll be afraid your whole life. Like stuff's going to continue to pop up your whole life that's going to make you afraid to do stuff creative forever. But you can't let fear win. You have to have courage. Oh, and I think we talked about this before too, but like that is 9.9 times out of 10 a reflection of the other person. Totally. A reflection of their fears that that doesn't work. People can't do that because mm-hmm. they believe they can't do that. Yeah. Far more than it's a reflection of what you are actually doing. Yep. Um, yeah. It's the lowest common denominator thing, man. Yep. It's a lot easier for people to bring one person down. Is it um, – I, f- I forget if it's uh, a Japanese thing or a New Zealand thing. Or it could be something in both cultures, I don't know. But this this idea of the one flower that stands out above the rest and the field gets cut down. Uniformity huh. is the is the goal. Hmm. And that's sort of a human nature thing. Hmm. It's a lot easier to cut down the tallest flower than it is to try to make the other ones grow just as tall. Hmm. And I think people are wired that way as a result of fear. Hmm. People who are afraid that they can't grow as tall are going to try to cut you down to their level hmm. because of fear. Yep. It's dumb. <laughs> but it's understandable. Yeah. You know. It's just how people are. It is. But you're not that way. That's why you're here. Right. You don't listen to this show because you're that person. So just keep making stuff. Keep making stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Um and I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just funny. People are funny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> no, we're just kind of like drawn on it at this point. Like, yeah. It's annoying. We have sincere moments here, people. We're not. Yeah. Our show is not scripted. It's not scripted at all. <laughs> There's going to be some dead air from time to time. And I'm okay with that. No, I think it it makes me sad for people, but it all that's why we get so hyped about it. Yeah. I think, you know. Uh, yeah, I think things come from a lack of understanding of mm-hmm. people. People support things that they can, like, see how they can draw the line. Sure. You know, they, even if you don't understand anything, you know, about anatomy or biology or how the human body works at all, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I can see how a doctor can be successful. Like, you check all the boxes, you do all this work, and this is not to belittle doctors, like, we need those people the same way we need accountants and, sure. you know, more things that aren't wired for people like Tom and I. But it's when you see something that you don't get and because you don't get it, you shit on it. Yeah, totally. You know? Yep. That's a, yeah, that that human nature thing of wanting to be the expert or be mature or have the answers or know about a lot of things and it's like the knee-jerk reaction is if you don't know about it or understand it is to say it's stupid you know that's why you don't get it because it's dumb yeah or whatever i don't know people are funny man but anyway i just wanted to i wanted to start out uh coming back to everybody with that with just like the encouragement to say like you know we don't we may not know everything about everything on this show but (laughs) We know, we do know what we're talking about when it comes to some very important baseline things, and that is one of them. You yes. cannot let other people 
stop you from doing what you're meant to be doing. You got to push through that and you got to make stuff. Like we have, we've had people, several people let us know that they have put out their first Mm. original works as a result Mm. of listening to this show. Yes. In the past 25 episodes. Yep. We're only 25 episodes in, man. Like we have a long time to continue to help give and inspire. Dude, how many plays did Chris have last time we checked? It's over 10,000. Tell that story. Okay, so yeah, a buddy of mine. People need. Sorry, I want to <laughs> highlight this for a second because yeah. Tom can be chill because he's a nice, <laughs> humble guy that doesn't like to brag. And but the reality is the the story and the moment that he's about to tell is one hundred percent the reason we say this stuff. It's one hundred percent the reason that we do this show, and it's exactly what we're trying to see more of. Yeah. So a friend of mine, um, he, he goes by the name Nicotine. Uh, as an artist, N-I-K-O-T-E-N-E, Nicotine. Uh, check him out on Instagram especially. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, as a result of listening to this show, he's a talented musician, but for whatever reason, he's always put stuff out with other people. He's never put something out by himself. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, listen to the show. I just like, I just got to do it, man. Now's the time. I got to start putting stuff out mm-hmm. by myself. And I was like, man, you have my full support. Do it. Yep. So he started doing it um, when he had two, he had only put two songs up on Spotify and Apple Music and everything else at that point. Um, And like overnight, he had over 10,000 streams like that out of the gate. Like the music he's making is awesome. It sounds incredible. And he's doing all the right things, man. He, but it's as a result, he took to heart hit publish, and don't worry about what other people think. Yep. Now, does he worry about it? Do we all? Of course we do. But you can't let it stop you. Yep. And he didn't let it stop him, and he's still not letting it stop him. He continues to put out new music. I think he's got another song coming out in the next month or two. Like, he's got a schedule. He's got a system. He's organized. Like, he started – he really started taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. And – People are paying attention. People are listening, and he's keeping after it, and he's making great content, and he's adjusting along the way. Yep. He hit publish. Important things to note about this. Number one, this is not a long time. This was not a three-year project. Nope. We're in season two, and we haven't even existed for a full year. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All of this this happened from – so it's it, it, all within the span of one calendar year. Chris didn't have any music out and then put music out and now has a following. But him actually putting music out to getting a following is like the span of like a couple months. Exactly. It happens so fast. And he's just getting started. Yeah. And I think that's important to know because I think people, and you know, this doesn't mean that just because you listen to our show and you hit publish, you're going to get 10,000 sure. plays next week. But it's the principle and the principle stands. Mm-hmm. Where stop worrying about what people think, mm-hmm. just do it, just yep. get it out there. Yep. And as soon as you hit publish, get back there and do it again. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just do it once and be stagnant. Like I'm excited to see him a year from now. Like totally. once there's actually been some time, yep. you know, of him committing, constantly putting things out, sticking to his schedule and yep. growing that. And I, I think he's a shining example mm-hmm. of what can be. And he's the reason that we do stuff like this because yeah. that's our goal. Like we want to hear a thousand stories of people yes. doing that same thing. Like yep. that is the purpose of this Yep. to encourage you enough to not be scared 
of trolls on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's it. Like he, the results he has are, uh, because he did the work. Like we didn't do the work for him. Nope. We just sat here and stated our opinion and what we believe to be true, and really try to encourage and give love and and push for the creation of art and push for courage. Yep. But he put in the work. So it, like it's not going to happen if you don't put in the work personally. You yep. have to put in the work. We can't do that for you. But if you believe, if you believe the stuff we say, like it does work. If you yep. believe what we say and you put in the work, it it does work. Yep. And you can build the career that you want and live the life that you want creating the things you want to create. Yep. What was we did like We've talked about uh, talked about it a couple times, but if one percent of the world, one percent of the world likes what you like, mm-hmm. like overwhelmingly, it's plenty like, of people to for you to have a very very long fulfilling career. Yeah, it was like seven million people or something like that. Yeah, something crazy. Seventy maybe. I don't. We're so bad at math. Yeah, that's why count, we play music. I count to four. That is all we need Let's to do. do. Seven million. You're right. It's cool, bro. Yeah. I'm the one who's bad at math. Stay woke. See, normal people would edit this out. Nah, man. Not going to do that. It's not us. But yeah, seven million people liking what you do is, that's plenty. It's pretty strong. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that. <laughs> I'd take that for sure. Mm. So anyway, enough rapping about that. I think that's uh, I think that's all we need to say on the subject for our first episode back with video. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming, man. We want to we want to hear from you. It's we true. want to hear your questions. We want to answer your questions. Our goal is to have a a very extensive and ongoing dialogue and to create more of a community around this show. We'd love to ultimately see not just you guys interacting with us, but interacting with each other, helping each other Mm. solve problems, create communities, and really stimulate the middle class of this business so that we can all have fulfilling careers doing what we love. That's right. That's it. And with that, we head to your messages. It's time for this week's question. You ready? I think. Let's see what we've got this week. Okay. Hey, this is Jordan from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you guys so much. I'm a huge fan of the show. And I wanted to know, is it ever okay for me to play for free? Because sometimes I'm torn between being a smart businessman and being a nice guy. And I love what I do. And I just, I'm torn about that. And I would love to know your feedback. Thanks, guys. All right. Should you ever play for free? Well, Jordan in Atlanta, uh, on this show, the answer is no. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be a jerk and uh, demand a bunch of money, but you should always get something for uh, your efforts. Like, uh, even if it's just like a free meal or free drinks or something, you should always be compensated. Don't ever play for exposure because that's a racket i totally agree the only exception i would make to this Mm -hmm. because to be fair this is not to discredit us we got to separate some things number one if it's your artistry 
your band, your music, your business, zero times should you ever play for free. Uh, yes. Flip side, if you are a person that plays an instrument, whatever, uh, if you are religious, I think there are circumstances that if that's your way that you give back to your community, mm-hmm. I don't think it's wrong to play for your church or whatever organization that you're a part of because that's your way yeah. to give back to your community. But that's more of like a personal, uh, you're doing that because that's how you want to participate. Like your craft can be a form of donation. 100%. Right. Like if it is your charity, your outreach, if you go play songs for uh, kids in hospitals, like... yeah do that for free do that yeah. for the kids trust uh, me that's not for free though you get a lot out of that 100 <laughs> percent. but that just wanted to clarify that's not what we're talking yeah. about if we're talking about you and your business and your artistry and your band that you're growing to turn into a business never play for free yeah thanks for calling jordan <laughs>